their latest exchange. data shows that. What's up, everybody? It's Julio here with the Inner Monologue Podcast. And tonight I got the usual suspects, Jose, Ricky, and Marcus. And we got some good stuff for you guys tonight. Uh, let's get the show started with our first dirty joke. So, do you guys know pigeons die when they have sex? Mm-mm. No. Oh, the one I had sex with did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was, dude, that was one really wow. wild joke. Oh, well. Uh, as a disclaimer, I have not had sex with an animal. They put that out. You there. do. You do realize. As a, as a disclaimer, I don't know whether to believe it or not because I'm not with him 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> he didn't even need to say that because we already uh, knew it was a dirty joke, dumb dumb. Not now. Everybody's gonna know you as a pigeon fucker. <laughs> I mean, I look like Farva from like Super Troopers, who is called the Chicken Fucker. So I can go with pigeon fucker. Next closest thing, huh? Yeah. I got the stash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the cop from straight, the CDPD. Straight oh, into man. that pigeon talking about car ramrod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. It's going to be a good show tonight, guys. Uh, all right. It's time for the weekly catch up, guys. Uh, Jose, you go first. Alrighty, so my highlight of the week was Saturday. Uh, went to the fan to Muir Woods. Um, almost didn't make it because every time I was trying to leave the house, we had to come back. Um, initially, Melody wanted a, a pen to draw in the way, so we came back for that. Then she had to use the bathroom because she drank too much Sunny D. And then 10 minutes in, she had to go to the bathroom again, blaming the Sunny D. So I was close to just pulling the plug on the whole event, but pulled through. We, we made it there on time. Um, once we got there, it was a you know, great time with the fam. Um, and so Vanessa you know, pooped in her diaper, and we were little oh. parents, baby. So we had to backtrack and go go back to the car. Um, and then just ended the night watching boxing. It was a, a good fight with uh, Oscar Valdez and um, uh, Miguel Bercholt, which Before ended in to... this, uh, knockout. What were you going to say, William? Before we Wait, get into what? the details of the fight, I was going to say, you are a very, very patient man. To go back home three times and not cancel a trip, an Audi with the fan. Yeah, I, I was going to win the reservation because we had to be there at 11.30 a.m. And I, like the GPS kept saying, all right, you're gonna, I was going to go there half an hour early. And I'm going 45 minutes later than anticipated, but at least I had some buffer, buffer time. <laughs> but uh, freaking epic. You know, it ended in a knockout for the 10th round with well, this new champion. And later found out that uh, the champion, Miguel Bertal, had a call from the Mexican president, rooting him on to, to win, had Julio Cesar Chavez supporting him. So to actually lose and have this win, it was like, you know, something else. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that was pretty crazy. That fight was pretty good. I can't believe one point, fight too, right? Yeah, yeah. At one point, I was going to text Jose and be like, bro, I should be a boxing scout because I damn near called the fight again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last time you called it to the round. Right. I missed this one by one. Yeah, like, this is not going 12 rounds, bro. Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, <laughs> when you called like, to the round. Bro, the Ryan Garcia one, I called Eddie up. That's what I'm saying. My wife was like, what's going on? And even when he got laid out, my wife had to watch the replay in slow motion to see how he got tapped. 
But as soon as he got tapped, I was like, he's out. Because you see his legs just lock up, and that's when you know a boxer is really, really hurt. You know, when they do that, that like wide leg pigeon walk, but their legs are yeah. locked. Yeah. That's, that's when you know they're folding like a beach towel. <laughs> beach yeah. chair, sorry. Beach chair, like but beach still chair. Funny. But oh, yeah, Jose, man. thanks for reminding me about that fight. I totally would have missed it if it wasn't for you. Sounds yeah, like you were stumbling like a pigeon. No, dude, it wasn't even a stumbling thing. He got as soon as he got hit, it like literally locked his knees up. So he kind of did that thing where his upper body was coming down, but his knees hadn't oh. bent yet. He was knocked out on the canvas for like two minutes before he came to. Yeah, it, it was scary. They, they had to stop yeah. this. Yeah, dude, it was like, scary for him. They had to like lay him on his back. The paramedics came onto the ring. He wasn't like responding. They were trying to wake him for a minute. Like uh, he hit the canvas hard. Damn, it's a good fight. Okay. Yeah. Catch replay. Marcus, how's your week? Eh, I mean, not much. I mean, you know, the deep freeze and 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 all the fucking Houston became an icicle for you guys. Finally thought out. Everybody freaking the fuck out. We got people trying to buy 30 fucking cases of water, so they limited it to three per person. I got people bitching about, oh, this is my grandma's card, and, you know, it's a family card. I was like, bitch, we don't do that. It's one per person. You can have your grandma put you on the account, and you can get your own card. You can't beg my manager for, like, hey, like, can, can you guys, like, just you know, cut me some slack. Let 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 me slide. I was like, yeah, we let we let a lot of people slide in 2020. It's 2021. That shit stopped. After you got to get with the program. Now we're you want to slide? Go find some ice out there. In here, we got yeah. rules. Hey, yeah. My brother's fucking roof caved in. Um, so his, his roof caved in, and apparently, um, his wife also tested positive for COVID. So Ooh, they're quarantining man. now. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll be fine. What part of quarantining did you not get? They could have gone to a hotel. That sucks. So the house is pretty much torn apart, and they're both uh, stuck there while they... I thought they were going to take Cruz to go to Cancun. I was like, fuck what I'm going. You you had a roof land on your ass. Possibly. Wait, it landed on him? No, dumbass. It was a... I mean, shit, they could have been in the room when it no, fell down a, for all we know. It's a figure of speech. If, if, if the roof landed on them, don't you think I would have said that? Yeah. I don't think this would have been such a pleasant conversation. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still Ricky, picking you're on drywall out of my ass. Huh? Oh, man. Talk about I'm still picking drywall out of my ass. <laughs> Damn. Why should roof have drywall? That's the way they fucking built it. Sounds like most houses in America. That scene Starstruck would have been classic right now. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. What about you, fuckface? Uh, yeah. Not much, man. Pretty much last week was a bore. Had some uh, unpleasant events happen on Friday at work, but can't really discuss it. 
Upside and why the fuck would you bring it up? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I had that stands out. There's trash. Besides that, it's been a boring week. Although I did enjoy quite a bit of Jose's whiskey here. Fucking catfish. How do you how do you still have that bottle, bro? Like he literally gave me one for my birthday and it was gone two days later. I don't drink that heavily. That's about the only thing you don't do heavily. <laughs> Come on, bro. We got you on yeah. camera breathing harder than the holy living fuck. You breathe harder than Homer episode. Simpson, bro. Yeah, I do. You breathe harder than me, and I weigh more than you. That is very true. You weigh a lot more than I do by about maybe 90 pounds, so I got to get to work on my shit. Thanks for fat shaming, asshole. Seriously, I also shame myself. <laughs> Doesn't make it any better. No. Hey, this so is Rick, why we're all me. friends. We all shame each other for shit. What was that? How was your week, Rick? Um, it was all right. I mean, um, <laughs> besides coming back from vacation and then immediately having to take more time off because I got sick. So I got the offer for like to have a permanent position where I work now. And then the next night I must have had like some bad chicken or something and just got hella sick. And then, you know, because of the times we're living in, couldn't go back yeah. to work till I got tested because I, I had been traveling and stuff. So they were worried about it. I got my results back today. They're negative. So I'm good to go back to work. Cool. All right, guys, ready for our next 30 joke? Sure. sure. So much has changed since Johnny told his girlfriend that they're having a baby. For instance, his name, address, telephone number. Oh, wow. Posted. <laughs> Funny, but you fucked it up. Why? Johnny's girlfriend was the one who told him she's pregnant. Otherwise, the joke oh. yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. But whatever, you know. We know. Ladies and gentlemen, I had to explain a joke. It's not funny. I'll do better next time. You dumbass. I'm gonna go down there and just fight with you this weekend. Mm. You're gonna lose. Fuck it. It'll be worth it. As long as the United Airlines flight doesn't blow an engine on the way there. Can't promise you anything. Motherfucker <laughs> right. stuck his head out the window. No promises. You know, it's fucking weird to like have seen that news report right after I'd just been on an airplane for five hours straight. Bruh. <laughs> hey, you, I actually looked up something on YouTube today. So, on 747 with the exact same engine in the Netherlands on Saturday afternoon... Also had the exact same model engine blow out on takeoff. Well, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> yep. Damn. I'm the the quality control boys isn't doing his job. All right. Look what I found. Uh, Marcus, you go first. Let's see you got a good one here. All right. So this one's a little old, but it. I, I came across my, my friend Val sent it to me. So it's a uh, Florida man who threw a alligator through a Wendy's window. Why? Wow. I don't know. Like it did. Like I read the article, it did not say. But wow. <laughs> that seems like people in Florida. Like, I guarantee. Like I bet they fucked up his order, and he was like, "I said light mayo." Motherfucker wound that bitch up. Threw it through the window. This boy Steve Irwin or something going and fucking grabbing a fucking alligator or a crocodile and just 
out of the water. What are people in Florida up to? Yeah, seriously. Throwing alligators to Wendy's. Nah, bro, because that's like, for example, if we were if we were talking about Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I recently came across that article where mm-hmm. two women in their like 30s disguise themselves as grannies to try to get the second COVID vaccine. Those yep. And we got a video. Actually, we got a video of both. Let's go ahead and roll. Let's the watch clips. them together. Only on Five, a story that thousands of you have been sharing from our Facebook page all night. In fact, at this hour, almost 2,000 people have shared this story today. A 24-year-old man, this man right here, accused of throwing an alligator through a drive through window. Our Jared Worksma spoke exclusively to his family tonight. Jared, what are they telling you? Well, Jay, uh, Josh James' parents are telling us that uh, he is an outdoorsman and that uh, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, was his idol. But above all, they say he is a prankster who meant no harm. Yet Florida Fish and Wildlife says that James grabbed a roughly three-and-a-half-foot alligator on the side of the road, picked it up, got it in his truck, brought it to this Wendy's behind us, and just hurled it through that drive through window. Just a stupid prank that he did that's now turning into this. And you believe, you definitely believe this was a prank. Oh, 100% because he's a prankster. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. Ed and Linda James say their son Josh is harmless, but he's sitting in jail facing serious charges. The charge against him is assault with a deadly weapon intent to do less than murder. (laughs) I don't even get that. I don't know how that I don't get it. They're still waiting to get the details from their son directly, but they say Josh knew one of the employees working at this Wendy's. Was somebody at Wendy's that they were pranking. Do you, not, do you think, though, that the people at Wendy's think it was a prank? Well, I mean, how could you not think something like that was a prank? Wendy's won't give any comment on the three-and-a-half-foot alligator seen here hurled through the drive through window. But Florida Fish and Wildlife was far from amused. They used a credit card receipt from a soda James purchased prior to the October incident and tracked him down in December. It wasn't until this morning the family learned the charges. They said, will he cooperate? I said, absolutely. He's not a bad kid. He's a stupid kid. He did a stupid prank. He had no problem with turning himself in. And you're saying that he is not a violent person? Absolutely not. It was a total prank. All right, back out live now at this Wendy's in Royal Palm Beach. Uh, Once again, uh, for those of you who are wondering about that alligator, Florida Fish and Wildlife says that it was safely released back into the wild because uh, Josh James' parents did tell us he was not a violent offender, had no criminal past. We did look into that. We have not been able to find anything in his past in terms of criminal charges. As for this charge, it's against him now, assault with a deadly weapon with intent to do less than murder. We expect him to be arraigned tomorrow morning. He is spending the night in the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office jail tonight. As soon as we have more information, we will be sure to pass it along. But for now, we're live in Royal Palm Beach. I'm Jared Worksma, WPTV News Channel 5. The Florida Department of Health in Orange County says two women dressed up as, quote, grannies to try and get a second coronavirus vaccine this week. The sheriff's office says the women were 44 and 34 years old, apparently wearing bonnets, gloves and glasses when they went to the Orange County Convention Center. Both had valid vaccination cards from their first shot, but were denied for the second shot. Health officials did not know how the women were able to get their first vaccine shot and if they were dressed up then as well. Dr. Paul Pino said the vaccine 
grains are the hottest commodity right now, and they have to be careful when giving out those resources. The women were not charged, but were issued trespass warnings. Katie Johnston for CBSMiami.com. And now you're not going to get your second one. So that's a whole waste of time we just wasted here on this. And we're not even sure if they're going to press charges against you and take you to jail right now. So we're at that point right here. But just for your selfishness of stealing a vaccine. Okay, this is a trespass warning. You're hereby warned that you are not authorized, licensed, or invited to be in these premises and may be arrested if you refuse to leave or return at any time in the future. It's this building, it's our other building, it's our, uh, our second parking place. garage, everything. Anything, the whole property around here. I'm not allowed to be here no more. It's ridiculous that you're here right now. So your, your information is going to be flagged with the vaccine software. Okay. So you're Martha. Yes, you're a copy. You're not going to get a vaccine. Okay, so you got to wait your turn. All right, so those are yours, car keys. You're going to get a copy of each one of those. You come back, anytime you're going to be arrested. Any question about that? No, no. You're lucky not being arrested right now. Sorry, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Right. Damn. Yeah, Florida is. I don't know. Shit show now. I saw a Jesus meme today Christ. that says Florida, Texas, and California are always in the news for something. No, no, no. Don't put us in that. Don't put, do not put us in that same fucking cattle. There's no way. No, There's, yeah. okay. Most Bro, people in California it, might throw biggest, their drink at you, but not a gator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You might get hit and on it, a sideshow, but you're probably not going to have a gator thrown at you. Who dresses up like a grandmother? To try to to try to get access to a second dose of a vaccine that you've already had access desperate. to. No, nah, no, nah, bro. No, nah, she watched Bad Grandpa too, one too many times and was like, <laughs> "No." Here's a, here's a better question: How stupid was the first person that let him get the first dosage? Yeah, they were they also undercover for the first dosage? Well, here's the thing: Yeah, like, yeah because don't if you, you have if to you have the vaccine card when you go, you gotta have the vaccine I'm, card. I'm not even sure, but it says that they had already gotten the first dose. So that means that this has worked once before. It wasn't until the second time they came around that somebody caught on to it because they gave the wrong birth dates. The birth dates which, didn't match up. Which means you did, you fucked up not once, but twice. Bro. That's crazy. So you got something about a missing... Must have one hell of a hairstylist. Or a good yeah. wig. So talking about crazy, you guys know how last week I told you I was watching the that mini series on Netflix about the Elisa Lamb and the Cecil Hotel. Yes. Yeah. Did you finish it? Well, I'm one episode away, so I'm a, I just finished episode three last night. But came across this article that just gave me Elisa Lamb vibes. So this uh, San Francisco resident, he was about fifty years old, um, went into uh, surveillance footage shows him going into his apartment, but never leaving. And he was reported missing. They go into his apartment. Uh, everything's in perfect condition. They can't find him. There's no trace of them. So the family, again, hire a private investigator. And they end up finding him in his apartment. He was, like, in this, uh, like, uh, air duct. And so he's, he's pretty much been, been dead for 30 days. So I was like, dang. 
footage of him going in, no footage of him going out. How I think, I think, uh, I think we got video. How, uh, <coughs> how do the investigators yes. not? Let's go. Hold on. Before you ask yeah. a question, let's go ahead and roll the clip. Go for All it. All right, roll the clip. San Francisco police are asking for the public's help to find a computer programmer who's been missing for more than a month. His family worries foul play could be involved. KPI XY's Don Lynn spoke to his siblings who flew in from out of town to look for him. This is the last known location for the missing man, Chris Voitel, last seen entering his apartment building. Family members say he's lived here for a couple of decades. Surveillance video shows Chris entering his building and walking to his apartment with a bottle of wine on January 8th. Family members say they talked to him on the 9th. Since then, they say no communication and no video of him walking out of the building. There's been no activity. He's not been in his apartment. There's no activity on his bank. Um, we're very anxious to find him. His two sisters and a brother flew to San Francisco from Chicago. Would you mind taking this? Our brother is missing. They passed out flyers near his building at the corner of Guerrero Street and DuBose Avenue. And if you're on social media, could you take a picture and put it on your social media? The siblings say it's out of character for the computer programmer to disappear. There isn't a day goes by at this point without wondering what... What happened? Where is he? It's been horrible. It's hard to sleep. It's hard to think. On, it's hard to focus on anything else. We miss him so much. The family filed a missing persons report with SFPD on January 13th. They also hired a private investigator who concludes an acquaintance of Chris is involved in the disappearance. San Francisco police have been tight-lipped about the case, saying they are actively investigating, but wouldn't say if they have interviewed anyone or developed a person of interest. Fearful that something could have happened. The family says Chris is 50 years old, 5 foot 10, about 200 pounds. They say they're prepared for the worst and hoping for the best. We want him to come home. We just need him to come home. The family will continue to pass out flyers and try to generate more leads. They fly back to Chicago on Sunday. In San Francisco, I'm Don Lynn, KPIX5. And we're back. How do the investigators, like, overlooked an air vent? I think, I think the first time was like the Sarsico police. Would you honestly think a motherfucker's hiding in an air vent? Why exactly? Like, so yeah, would I would. Shit, if I was a cop, okay. I would. Okay, okay. what would make you think? Okay, logically, what would make you think that a, a sane person would just crawl into an air vent and kill themselves? That's the thing. I'm not thinking the person's sane. Olio, you and we all know you would not think to look in the air vent. What would make you think okay, this what would make you think never the even said how they found him? I guarantee your top five fucking answers on where the body was would not be an air vent. Well, one of my buddies find drugs in the fucking trunk of a car that was thought of a subwoofer housing that he didn't and bother that to means, look into. That means what exactly? I think out of the box, bitch. That's what that means. Technically, 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 technically speaking, it was thought about it in the box. So, Uh, and but still, though, that's fucking wild. This dude stuffs himself into an air vent, and I've seen, I saw the building on uh, the article. That's an old building. How the hell did you fit in this? You dumbass. I don't think he stuffed himself in the fucking air vent. 
Yeah, why would he crawl into the air vent? There'd be nothing to... What would, what would draw anybody to crawl into an air vent? I don't know. Unless you got Fine. something hidden in there. No, no, no. Come on, Julio. Tell us. You, you think outside of the box? <laughs> if it was me, I might have something stashed in there. Drugs, cash, weapons. Who knows? Far enough to make it so far into the air vent that you have to crawl into that shit. Well, there's, I've known desert people that have done shit like that. Bruh, they would have kept it close within reach. It definitely wouldn't be that far into the vent. Anyway. Please. But that that is pretty insane. Those that it does give you Lisa Lamb fucking vibes, mm-hmm. because we don't, again we don't know what what went on. Um, but yeah, how are you liking that Lisa Lamb series? It's super interesting. I'm liking it. So you've watched the second to last one? Yeah, second to last one. So I got one more to go. Okay, so like refresh my memory because I don't want to talk about anything you haven't seen. Where are you at? Um, so I'm at the part where they discovered the the, the body. Uh, after the hotel residents were complaining about the water pressure and the like watercolor, okay. and then um, how there's still like people are so trying to investigate like how that actually happened, you know, how she got okay. access to the water tanks and all that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, now that it's it gets pretty it gets pretty crazy in the sense that like not I'm gonna say this without spoiling anything, but you start to realizing how many things had to line up perfectly. In order for her to go missing. You know what I mean? Like so many things had to line up in a way where she just seemed like some other homeless person that was like having mental issues or mental problems that needed help would act. And that ultimately was one of the common features among that hotel, right? Because of the low rent and stuff like that and the the high levels of homelessness outside and drug use. So, like, there was so many things that had to line up perfectly for this situation to become such an internet mystery. Yeah, and a lot of people got invested in the, in the investigation. Good. I was going to say, which, which is awesome. Like, it's a great tip of the hat to those internet sleuths. You know, people, that, it's pretty impressive how much, how much we, got, we could figure out when we have that um, hive mindset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they're saying there's a video, but it got edited because they're, like, missing, like, a whole minute, something like that. Well, have you seen have you seen Don't F with Cats? No, I still need to check that out. Okay, yeah, so I gotta check. If, if you like the Lisa Lamb series, this this other series, bro, boom. That's my next watch. Also, Night Stalker is really good too. Isn't that a movie now? No, it's an actual documentary on Netflix about a uh, serial. It was like a serial killer slash rapist uh, in the 1970s. Gotcha. Wait, Night Stalker. Isn't that the one about... <sighs> fuck. He has a Hispanic name. Richard Ramirez, Hernan- I think it is? Ramirez. Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. Ramirez I just watched the first episode. I'm halfway through the second one. Yeah, this dude was sick. He freaking murdered a bunch of people. He raped children and would let them go. Crazy that he uh, brought that up because did you catch the reference to Richard Ramirez or Hernandez in the docuseries that you're watching, Jose? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Then sorry about that. Spoiler alert. It's probably (laughs) in the last episode. (laughs) 
It talks Damn. about the type of people that vacated that, like that hotel. Ah, I got you. Oh. No, no worries. I'm so, I'm so gonna finish the series. Dude, uh, yeah. even if I spoil that part, it's insane of how much you, more you figure out in the next one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot uh, one more article. So, you guys heard about the uh, Columbia professor who takes heroin on yep. a regular basis? To heroin, he also does Molly. Hey, this boy likes to party, bro. He does Molly. He does heroin. And like Bull said, it's to balance his work life. Every damn day, motherfucker, he does a he does a line in front of his fireplace. Apparently, wow, sounds classy, bruh. That's a high functioning drug addict right there. Hell yeah. Well, that that that's what was crazy, right? Like, did you guys actually read the article? Yeah, and the dude's black, so of course they're not gonna fuck with him. Yeah, yeah, but like the way he don't get me wrong, he definitely describes a lot of the usage in the in his book. The way a, a an addict would describe it, right? Yeah. But I I would say that I, I understand what he was trying to say. So what he was trying to say it was that the drug users allowed him to essentially be what's the word? His best self. enough. No, no, no. To be aware enough to like acutely understand the point in time that he's in and appreciate it for what it is and allow him to be able to have the energy to do so. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying he's yeah. wrong or he's right. I'm just saying that, that from what he from what I got from what the, the article, fuck happened? that's hey. what I understood. Like it, it allowed him to feel the rush that he felt he should be feeling in that moment. In that experience. It's kind of like when you have a cup of coffee for a moment of enjoyment. It gives you that dopamine yeah. hit in that moment to kind of like perks you up in the morning or like in the middle of the morning. You're kind of like, all right, I'm ready. Like, you, you, that's you kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's same, how he feels. Concept. Exactly. For him, that's well, what gives him that rush that he needs. That's cool. But he was also making the argument to legalize. Um, Not heroin. just legalize, but regulate it. Yep. I could get that. Or I like could get Texas that. Power grid. Still, the problem is, like, at, at some point you regulate it, you're still going to have heroin dealers. And eventually people are going to be like, well, if I can't get it here, I can just go to this guy. I mean, if that's, if that's your argument, like, you still have people that sell single cigarettes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can still that go to is. liquor stores and buy one beer. But I, I guess the thing is here, and I'm not, and I'm not advocating for, like, people to use drugs, but if you regulate the sales of these drugs, technically then you can have safer drugs that aren't tainted and aren't going to like effectively kill people, you know, because they're mixed with like God knows what. I, I swear, and you're, like, and I, you're wiping I, out I, a billion dollar industry in the black market. I, I'd, res- I'd respect someone's opinion, but at least try the drug and those the ups and downs. They're more objective about how they feel about it. It's not like, oh, it's the best or, oh, it's the worst. Like, you kind of in that middle where you like, there's some good, some bad. And I, 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 I'd welcome someone's neutral opinion on the issue. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating that we should legalize, you know, heroin, cocaine, and whatnot. I'm just saying, if someone were more objective about it to respond Where would to, you draw the line? 
Are, are you trying to say that we should try it so we can talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. No. Look, when I if I make if I make it to seventy five, I'm doing it. All right. Like I said, if I make it past eighty. Like honestly, I believe that they should be legal for people over the age of seventy five. So sunny so five, we're all gonna do a couple lines. Grandpa's li- grandpa's lived a good life. Now grandpa's gonna try some shit. The way the way I see it is if we put the same time and effort into instead of chasing criminals and trying to like catch people using it, that same amount of money and energy we put into rehab centers, because nobody wakes up wanting to be a heroin addict. True. Right. No, I mean nobody right. wakes up wanting to be a cokehead. People eventually want to get clean, but they just don't have the resources to do so. And so they chase the dragon and eventually they end up in the prison system. And unfortunately, here in America, we have a prison system that's just a revolving door. There's no way for them to get clean in there. It's probably easier for them to get drugs in jail than it was for them to get outside of jail. And then, of course, once you mm-hmm. once you've been once you've been in jail and that's on your record, you ba- you basically your life is basically with it. You know, the it, bottom pile. You're considered bottom. useless to human society at that point. Now there are some who have you know overcome that and have, have grown and found success, but the majority, it it, it, it doesn't it doesn't work out for them. It's hard to well, get a job, stop, and it's not because they don't pay. want to. It's because the way the system is set up doesn't allow that to. You know what I mean? Like, even when you get out of jail, the, one of the first questions that's asked when you're filling out an application is, have you been, you been arrested? That's true. And the funny mm-hmm. thing, the funny thing I found about that is, um, like, we all, like, y'all know, like, like I found out, like, the real fucking, like, the, the original idea behind the whole prison system was, it, of course, there was supposed to be, you know, rehabilitation centers where if you go against the public good or you break a law or something, you go there, Get help, um, you know, speak to like a therapist or something, work your problems. And then when you get released, you're supposed to be welcomed back into society as one of them. But we've turned that around and just turned that into, oh, you've been to jail, you're a criminal. Nobody wants mm-hmm. anything to do with you. And at that point, they don't seem to realize, like, once you start closing those fucking doors and you're giving them no choice, no chance to basically at least redeem themselves or reclaim some form of their lives. Where they literally are forced to go right back into the shit that got them in there in the first place because no one else will give them a shot. So you're slamming the door shut, but then you're calling them lazy and fucking useless, but you're not giving them a damn job. It's hard as fuck to provide for your family if no one will hire you. And as men, pride does tend to, you know, rule a lot of our decisions. Not, I'm not saying all of y'all, but a good majority. Pride kind of fucks up a lot of shit worse than the way it was before Pride got in there. Next thing you know, bam, right back in the uh, fucking the same game that got me in jail. Because at this point, you're like, all right, well, I can't get a job, and the only thing I know is illegal. Fuck it. Just try to do better and not get arrested this time. Yep. That's my family you're talking about. Oh, shit. Is it? The only thing you know is illegal. <laughs> oh shit! Whoops! Well, that's what, that's what I was. It's, that's sad. It's, it's it's a it's a huge double standard. It's like you bitching at the guys for not getting jobs and not working hard or trying hard enough, 
but you're not making it. You know, you're not giving them a chance to at least succeed. So how the fuck am I supposed to succeed if you keep walking me down when I climb up the hill? Yeah, it's the system. It's a, it's a, you. It's honestly like a really bad double standard. And I think we're one of the few countries that's left that has that damn antiquated prison system. We, our incarceration rate is higher than any country in this world. To be fair, our incarceration rate is only higher than any point that any other point in the world, simply because it's our last ditch effort to try to hold on to an adequate system that we're trying to shamefully hide ourselves from. If we really mm-hmm. break it down to the core of things, our um, prison system, it's just the reincarnation of our slave system. It's the same reason why yeah. we have the 13th Amendment, right? Once you become a felon, you can no longer vote. You lose all your rights, basically, as a citizen, and you have to settle for minimum wage jobs in America, meaning that you're making the top 1% wealthy while you yourself are barely living on crumbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody did the math right now. If you're on the federal minimum wage in a state, for example, let's say like you're a waitress in uh, in Georgia, you're on federal. If you're like on federal minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour, at the end of the day, you're only taking home two twenty-five. And in some some of the states, they only pay you two twenty-five at certain jobs, and they depend on you to get tips to make the rest of your wages. And that's still a thing in twenty twenty-one. Oh, it's not like it was going to be eradicated anytime soon. Maybe we passed a fifteen dollar an hour. Yeah, but wherever there are small businesses, there are going to be people who are getting paid low wages. Oh yeah. And that's that's kind of why I'm against the whole raising the federal minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. You're basically going to kill a shit ton of businesses that can't stay open and have a have enough workforce to do what they need to do and make money and, and that's at the fucking I, 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 I understand that, but truthfully speaking, it's because ever since the last depression that we had, which was in the early 2000s, we've been living off of an artificial economy. Yeah. We didn't let a lot of things that should have sank and gone bankrupt go bankrupt. And because of that, we've been inflating the economy, making things unrealistically successful. True. Yeah, that's that's true. And I mean, there's still always in, inflation. Like things always cost mm-hmm. more year after year. You know, movie ticket prices, for example. But yet the federal minimum wage has been staying the same. It stays the same. No, no inflation. So fifteen dollars is probably just barely catching up, if not still not enough. Here's the problem, though. In doing that, it's fine for the big guys, but again, small businesses are basically going to fall by the wayside, meaning you're going to have an increasing number of people who are unemployed because all these businesses had to close down because they couldn't pay all of their employees or they'd let go a huge amount of workforce so they can make it up and keep their business open, but they'll just work with a limited staff. Which could instill reflect negatively and force you to close your business because you don't have enough people to do the job and yeah, but you can't you, what, 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 you're, what but in doing so you're sustain you're you're trying to continue to sustain an artificial economy. 
we didn't really bail ourselves out in 2008. We just pumped a bunch of artificial money into the economy to make things go on a little bit longer. But we did nothing to solve the problem. Two good examples yeah, of that. that General Motors be, and Chrysler. That seems to be the way things are going, though, don't you think? Yeah, but continuing to do so doesn't just digs us deeper into the hole. Yeah, all they're doing is just pawning this shit off for the next generation to take care of it. Well, realistically speaking, a true capitalist economy, if a business cannot succeed on its on its own financially, it's supposed to fail, and then someone else comes in, picks up the rubble, or creates their own version, and then they learn from the mistakes and they make their own business better off of that. That's how real capitalism yeah. is supposed to work. Yeah, that is how it's supposed to work. But the problem is, there's it's, it's not going to be. It's going to be one of the big guys once again. They're going to swoop in and take all of that shit that you lost, all those, all that money that they were going to spend in your business, and. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna do shit, but just make them more money, and it's not gonna give the guys who lost their jobs a job. I mean, it is, but it probably won't be the same paying job because they'll have exactly. to get a job under that same the same major corporation. But it's it's the inevitable outcome of a, cap, a truly capitalist society. Mm-hmm. See, honestly, if we're gonna embrace capitalism, we need to go back to the truly free market. Every time we bail out a company and not bail out the people, you're actually hurting the economy in the long run. Yeah, that's not what I was getting at. But what I meant by true free market is and there's so much of many different types of products that you know, like people have, like they can either go to this big guy or they can support this small business or this middle guy. Like there's enough, if there was enough small businesses to go around to stimulate that economy, as well as tantalize more consumers to start looking towards, you know, small and small and medium sized businesses to kind of help generate, I don't know, a buzz, I guess, which would also justify them keeping either a large workforce or a small one. Then yeah, I would support the you know the raising of the fifteen minutes. The fifteen dollars minimum wage federally, if that would help stimulate the economy and not lose more jobs, it would help produce more jobs. But the problem is, there's a monopoly, and the big guys are basically gobbling up all the real estate. But that's always been the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's never it's never not well, been that is, in America. It is survival of the fittest. I get it. Yeah, it, it, it's not even that survival though. of the richest. No, no, it's survival of the if you get big enough. Just think about like the airlines. The airlines have all been bailed out at one point or another because mm-hmm. they're considered too big to fail. The banks yeah, are considered yeah. too big to fail. True. And what's crazy is we go back 26, 27 years, nobody bailed out Pan American Airlines. They were one of the first airlines to represent the United States on a global scale. No one bailed them out in the US. They let them fucking go under. What happened? Now, why can't it? And again, I'm not trying to shit on anyone in the airline industry, but you got big airlines like United, American. They're always having an issue, and it's like we need bailout money, or we're going to be screwed in like six months, or we'll be. But I, be I hurting like what Julio was quarter. getting at in the sense that, like, instead of bailing out the airline, you bail out the people. So the people that lost their jobs, you essentially give them unemployment while they find another job that's paying the same amount of money that they were making with that mm-hmm. airline to begin with. 
Technically, isn't that what unemployment is supposed to be anyway? Yeah. yeah. The funny There's, shit is they can deny you fucking unemployment. Like the last two jobs, like the last two jobs I worked before I worked at Costco. Got let go, tried to file for unemployment, got fucking nothing. Like everyone else that I everyone else that I know who got fired from a job got unemployment, but I didn't. So like why the what the fuck am I paying it for if I'm not gonna at least be able to take advantage of it when I need it? Sounds like you need to get an attorney to like file no, a grievance. No, no, we're, we're, we're not exploring. We're not exploring that. Like we're we're, we're, we're not going in depth to that. I don't care because I had never had to rely on employment. What are the articles we got? Because it sounds like you got to get the show back on track, Leo. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, guys, on to the next three Joe Pools. You know what? We'll make a special video about this and we'll have a discussion on that. It's I think Pools is already done. Or not. Or not, yeah. or not. You know, either way, it's cool. Either way, it's I'm cool. No, no. Okay, cool. Moving on, boys. Moving on. Next story joke. <sighs> what do you... Oh, my God. Nope. What do you... <laughs> nope. What do you going down on a woman and smoking yeah, a cigarette no, no, have in no, common? Wrong, wrong joke, dumbass. Oh, my God. Fuck you, guys. What was your joke? Oh. Why, why do they call Elon Musk Elon? Because that's his fucking name, dumbasses. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. When Karen's attack, put on the hat. You no, no, it. wait. No, no, no. He's not. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Oh, he's right. It is his name. All right, go for it. What do we got? All right. So, um, I saw this video on TikTok where he basically explained he was in uh, Mexico at a restaurant. And this uh, lady was arguing with the staff. Now, what from the staff's understanding, she, they thought she was trying to order more food at the restaurant. And she was trying to basically just pay for what she had already ordered. So once they cleared that up, they went ahead and, you know, started like finishing everything up. And this bitch turns to the dude and is like, can you fucking believe this? This is outrageous. And he's like, yeah, it's almost like we're not in another country. This huh? is fucking Mexico. If you can't speak the language, go back. And he was basically saying, this is the same woman who would get pissed off at Hispanics for speaking Spanish in America and say some shit like, you're in America, speak English. Bitch, you, you in Mexico, speak Spanish. Get yeah, like, how do, you, how do you expect to go to Mexico and, like, get service? You don't speak the language. You don't speak Spanish. Shit. In, most, in a lot of places in L.A., if you can't speak Spanish, you starve. I'm wondering if the universal like check sign works. <laughs> <laughs> Google Translate. <laughs> oh, man. Your yeah, phone you trans yeah. Your phone could have translated for you. Seriously. Oh my God! She needs T-Mobile with that service in Mexico. That's what she needed. And right, oh, yeah, actually, you also have got, a Karen story as well. I have an update for us as usual. So, uh, Amy Cooper, that lady who called the cops on that guy in New York for bird watching uh, while she was walking her dog and accusing him of like, I don't know what, just being black in a park. Yeah, one of the original Karens. Yep, one of the original Wait, Karens, what, right? Wasn't he a bird watcher? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
do so so now we get in trouble for what watching wild enjoying black? enjoying caucasian activities being outside watching wild black well, yep. stop. <laughs> and i believe we got so what's the update what's the update we got so let me hold on before we play the video we got a, we got a video update Fuck y'all. <laughs> Update the video. Roll All right. Crap. We'll roll it in a second. Real quick. The Manhattan Superior Court pretty much dropped the tar- charges, uh, the misdemeanor charges, after she completed therapy sessions on to how to appreciate racial identities that shape our lives and how we cannot use them to harm ourselves or others. Yo, her defense attorney is a genius. And this is the assistant district attorney of Manhattan saying this. That's right, Marcus. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that. I'm sorry. I- I'm not going to go on a- against her defense attorney. Yeah. But I- honestly, like, yeah, let's roll it. Let's roll the clip. Amy Cooper, the white woman who falsely accused a black bird watcher of threatening her when all he had done was asked her to leash her dog. That recorded Central Park confrontation went viral. It cost Cooper her job and her reputation, but it will not cost her her freedom. News 4's Erica Byfield is live with the details on today's decision. Erica. Hi, Adam. Well, all you have to do all these months later, say Amy Cooper, Central Park and bird watching, and people instantly know what you're talking about. So that also meant today's developments caught a lot of people off guard. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. Shocking words that cemented Amy Cooper's legacy in the mind of many New Yorkers. Months after the false accusation, we finally know her fate. Charges dropped, five bias courses complete. No, that's ridiculous. Sorry, I don't think that, I don't think five classes is going to make you from that person to the kind of person she ought to be. We've learned a Manhattan judge virtually issued that dismissal at the request of the district attorney's office. For now, Cooper isn't talking, but in a tweet, her attorney thanked the DA and said others rushed to the wrong conclusion based on inadequate investigation and they may yet face legal consequences. Please call the cops. It was in May 2020 when Amy had that run-in with a black bird watcher, Christian Cooper, no relation, in Central Park. Tuesday, he said this. I'm far more outraged by the U.S. Congress, which continues to deny the mostly black and brown people of the District of Columbia statehood and the representation every American deserves than by anything Amy Cooper did. Inside the park, outrage from what happened is still real. We found people willing to forgive, but not forget. Maybe it'll be a lesson for her in the future. I mean, that's all we can hope for at this point. I think the damage is really done for her already. You know, five bias courses, ten bias courses. She's she's created a lot of damage for herself, and that's unfortunate. Amy Cooper's attorney told us today that she may speak publicly about what happened for the first time sometime next week. We'll let you know when that happens. Reporting live from Central Park, Erica Byfield, News 4, New York. Mm-hmm. 
Quit noon. Charges have been dropped against the woman in the Central Park Bird Watcher case. Amy Cooper completed a racial bias education program, which paved the way for the dismissal. Cooper had been charged with one count of filing a false police report after a black man asked her to put her dog on a leash. She falsely told police she had been assaulted. However, counselors with the city's racial sensitivity program believe Cooper learned an important lesson from the experience. And we're back. That's a bunch okay. of bull. And I don't mean Marcus here. That's that's ridiculous. How you let her loose? Like that could have been the first time where you make an example out of a Karen. So yeah. she had to take oh. a class for sensitivity training, basically. She went to therapy sessions with a therapist on sensitivity training, pretty much. Oh, Soho Soho Karen didn't even get that. Classic unconscious bias classes. She had to go to therapy for assaulting somebody else? Yep. For causing, like, phys like not physical, but, like, tra but trauma to, like, mental trauma to somebody by calling the cops on him in New York? This dude was minding his own business bird watching, and you're, you fucking, like, ruined his, probably his entire year with this crap. She choked her dog out. Mm -hmm. Did he? Yeah, Michael Vick did more time. <laughs> oh man, good old Vick. I wonder how he's doing. But yeah, yeah. But what, what's <laughs> so me off is like the, the tone of the defense attorney. The defense attorney said like um, the people that jumped and made false allegations about his client could still face legal repercussions. I was like, fuck oh, him. Take the W. Bitch, you called the police. Oh, the white white called the cops. Bird watching. The whitest thing you could do. That legal. I don't know. And the only reason she called the cops oh. was because he asked her to put her dog on the leash. Yeah. She mm -hmm. had a dog I, off leash in a park where you weren't even supposed oh, to have your I, dog off leash. I guarantee that dog was running up to him, barking, scaring the fucking birds. Probably. Racist dog. Well, she lost her job and God knows what else. So do I think she learned her lesson? No. Not no. Does the punishment fit the crime? Not even close. No, you should you should have danced some time on that one. But but that shows as the double we, standard we got going on. As, as weed and we didn't did time for motherfuckers saying we didn't did some shit when there was no evidence. She should have been like, That's ridiculous, dude. I've been held at gunpoint before by like seven cops. And this chick literally just uh, whatever. Let's let's fucking move on. That just pissed me off. I've been in high school, mugged at the bar station, flagged down the police officer, and then held at gunpoint. Dude, why I I'm flagging him down. Bro, I had, a, I had a, and I'm going to name this out loud. I had a Contra Costa County Sheriff's deputy drive past me over at the old Wiener Stencil by Helms Middle School, and some dude had a gun in the back of my head because he wanted my umbrella because it was raining. You fucking pussy. Mm hmm. And I got pistol whipped in the back of the head. Nah, dude. I would have called that dude a pussy. Like, mm -hmm. here you go, pussy. What'd you say? You a pussy. You need a rain. You need an umbrella. So you gonna jack a motherfucker? All right. You better shit. There's a newspaper on the ground, ain't it? What else you got, bro? You bum. Any more uh, Karen moments, or should we move on? Nope. Looks like we lost all of them. 
Right, boys. Here comes the next joke. Oh, here's. I'm gonna still read it, even though I messed it up earlier. So, what do going down on a woman and smoking a cigarette have in common? It's all fun and games till you get to the butt. <laughs> then it gets interesting. I got yeah. You. <laughs> this shit gets really weird. Starts with the taste. Right. We got a conspiracy theory here now. Marcus, if you don't mind. All right. So um, this is another one I came across. Um, and this is, this is one that can be checked because apparently after the Freedom of Information Act was enacted and they finally started releasing information. So I came across this one where they basically said Nikola Tesla is actually from the planet Venus. And okay. in the video, they basically said, like, uh, he looked up the CIA file on it where they literally said in the report, yeah, Nikola Tesla's from Venus. And then his people has basically been in contact with us for years, and they've been telling us that he was from Venus from the whole, the, the whole time. So you're saying okay. that at one point on this planet, we had a Martian walking among us? No, Martian, Martian. Bruh. Bruh. What? Sorry. I said Venus, not Mars. Wouldn't it you dumbass? Like yeah. Hey. Bro. You in Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we need to go back as a crew. <laughs> Listen, I don't want even want to go back with you if you think that somebody from Venus is a Martian. I guess I'm not going yeah, to lie with you either. You guess watching. not, bro. You've been watching too many, listening to too many Lil Wayne songs. Yeah. They are not it's the same. Yeah, you know, there's, there's definitely, I, I love these conspiracy theories simply because um, they, they just show you how far ahead of his time Nikola Tesla actually was. Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? Honestly, my theory behind, uh, I honestly think that he was able to commune with some mystic force through meditation and was able to kind of get help with his inventions because the dude had so many fucking inventions that they even ha- they still haven't located those missing chests that were in his room after his death. Yeah, right. you want to talk about conspiracy other inventions? So you want to talk about conspiracy theories, right? Here's one that ties Nikola Tesla to the Trump family. So what? There's a what? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So there's this theory, right, that the Trump family actually has Nikola Tesla's blueprint for time travel machine, like technology, basically. Simply because at the time that Nikola Tesla died, the uh, Trump's cousin, um, uncle, was the head of the CIA, and he was literally one of the first people in the room after his death. So he's one of the few people that would know where all those chests went. The theory theory states that that he actually stole the time travel technology blueprints, right? And is now passing them on from generation to generation. And the only one that will be old enough to where the technology actually catches up to us to be able to implement Nikola Tesla's blueprints is none other than Donald Trump's son, Baron Trump. And this ties all the way back to an 18th century fucking uh, non-fiction writer who wrote two fiction books, one of them being The Adventures of Baron Trump, 
talking about Baron Trump having his little puppy time traveling through a cave and the other one being the last president, the last president having the last name of Trump. And those were the two, the only two nonfiction books he's ever wrote. I mean, the only two science fiction books that he's ever written. <laughs> like nonfiction of the time. Time. Also, I got to remember the name of the author. I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll look it up. I'll definitely let Bulls know before he pulls up the video. But yeah, that's that's the one conspiracy theory that I know about that definitely ties the Trump family to te- Nikola Tesla. I, I heard I heard something about that whole time travel shit where, well, not time travel to 100%. They basically said that a lot of, so you know, you know the Library of Alexandria? Yeah, that burned that was burned down, quote unquote, by um, Julius Caesar. Apparently, most it, well, most all, of it was burned down. Some of only, it was staged. Shit, apparently, the only shit that was burned down was tax documents. The actual true knowledge was taken away and is now underneath the Vatican, and including a device that can basically um, show you events from the past, present, and future. Hmm. And that they dismantled it because it was too powerful for one society to hold. Mind you, they did use it and looked into the future. I don't know. Human imagination can sure run wild at times. I I mean, I think the the creators of fucking The Simpsons figured out that Trump was going to win. Using that time travel shit. They figured out he would lose, too. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, Well, considering the fact that, like, for example, if you read that dude's book that I was talking about called The Last President, the last president is named Trump, which would mean that Donald Trump wins his... Somebody in the Trump family wins another term in the... in presidency, and then there's some kind of global nuclear war. Because essentially, that's what the book leads to. Mm. Huh. Don't think about it. Which then ties into these weird, like, conspiracy theory YouTube videos, right, where you have these kids talking about their time travelers, and they talk about a nuclear war in the late 2020s. I did hear of a YouTuber who, um, way back in, like, um, 2016 or something like that, he posted a bunch of videos stating which celebrities would die in 2020. Kobe Bryant was on there. The chick who played Roberta in uh, Two and a Half Men. Um, a couple other people who have died as well. Hmm. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find that information and send it to you guys. Yeah, dude, that'd be definitely dope to watch. For real. Yeah. All right, moving on to the F My Life segment. Uh, uh, Jose, man, you've been awfully quiet. We're sorry about oh, yeah. that. Go for it. Dirty, oh, dirty joke. All right, all right. Let me let me back up. Why do vampires like garlic? What do vampire? Ah, why don't vampires like garlic? Because you have to exist to like garlic. Damn boy. That mirror shit. Mm-hmm. I got you. Jose, what do you got? You. With, you got something here with Citibank. Right. What you got? I do. I do. So, this is the Fuck My Life moment is brought to you by a Citibank employee. So, picture the Citibank <laughs> employee going home, 
His wife asks him, how's your day, honey? And he says, good, except I fucked up royally. So this um, City Egg employee was meant to wire $8 million to a series of Revlon's lenders. And instead of wiring $8 million, he wired $900 million. So he completely paid off all the outstanding debts that Revlon had. So he paid off the loan. And Clearly. some companies gave the money back, but other companies were like, no, this money was owed to us. We thought he was just paying the, the loan up front. We're keeping it. We're not warning it back. Uh, court ruled in favor of those uh, people that loaned the money. So now Citibank is out $500 million because they overpaid a loan thanks to this employee. So, Anybody who has a Citibank credit card might want to cancel I, that. I, I guarantee that motherfucker's credit score fucking skyrocketed. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker got right. A1 credit now. Damn. Get that filet mignon. <laughs> Ricky, what you got, man? I don't know. <laughs> you got yeah. something here, bro. Uh, yeah, I forgot what I wrote down. Players about uh, yeah, didn't realize guy was an MMA fight or MMA training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was an OU. Uh, I guess he was a football player, right? Mm-hmm. And I there's I, I I saw the video online and then I read the article. So I guess he was trying to bully some guy that was like significantly smaller than him, not realizing that the guy had years of MMA training and gets his ass royally kicked in a bathroom. Do we got video so, he caught, so he caught that Tony Jaw ass whooping. Ooh, buddy. Bro. Yeah, bro. He he got damn near suplex in a fucking bathroom. <laughs> damn, I gotta play that, play that clip. Dude, we, don't have we gotta play the clip. Oh wait, we, we don't have tape? Well we we well there is a tape but it's uh, I'm not 100 percent sure if it's usable. Uh, so I can play. Uh, okay. Throw the clip, but we we'll just probably get a copyright. No, no, we don't nah, want nah, to nah. copyright shit again. YouTube already has a link in the description. Yeah, YouTube like fucking, yeah, drop a link to it in the description or something. Yep, you Absolutely. guys can check it out for yourselves at the inner monologue. All right, Marcus, what do you got? All right, so as as I said earlier, you know the whole deep freeze shit, all the tested. Test I almost said testicles. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, this is I'm pretty much at the end of it, bro. And yeah, it's it hit pretty hard. So as y'all know, Texas entered a, a fucking ice age. Yeah. With no with no servitude tigers. Um, so two pipes busted in the uh in my bathroom, which leaked, caved in part of the ceiling. Um, dripped down into the kitchen. The kitchen was unusable for about two to three days. We got a plumber in there, fixed the pipes, but this lazy son bitch left all the destruction that he fucking had to sift through. Oh. I cleaned that bathroom before he fucking got there. But then when I came home from work, there's extra shit on the ground, including a big ass fucking insulation trail leading from the toilet to the ground so that was quite nice i can't use my toilet can't use my shower i can use the sink 
But yeah, that bathroom and is useless. To make, as I said before, to make shit worse, my brother sit, my brother's wife got tested positive for COVID. Uh, prayers are with her. They're quarantining right now. Um, hope they're all right. One, uh, one of the part of the roof in his house caved in in one of the rooms. I hope it's not the master bedroom because that will suck ass. Um, I haven't heard anything about a pipe busting over there for him. But um, oh, when they had to shut, when my parents had to shut the water off, um, my stepdad went around to go ahead and shut it off. Came back inside, and my mom was like, "Like what happened? Did you shut the water off?" He's like, "Yeah, I like to, but first I got to do something about the snakes." Three what? snakes were chilling. By the shutoff valve. Nice. And like the valve outside. Yes, Sorry. the shutoff valve. Out in, out in the street. And apparently, they were, it was severe enough to where he had to basically come back and regroup, thinking, I need something to get rid of these little pieces of shit. Because ain't nobody sticking their hand in there with three snakes. You don't know which one is poisonous or not. Or oh, it's Texas. They're probably all poisonous. This is real. So yeah. So what do you my, do? That's my FML. God Obviously, FML. He got rid of the snakes. Otherwise, we'd still be having water leaking through the fucking ceiling. Yeah. Holy. And whoever the hell did the floor in my bathroom needs to be kicked in the nuts. You suck at your job, by the way. What's wrong with the floor? Uh, water leaked to the fucking kitchen below. Oh. All right. Uh, my FML moment of the week is uh, two people from Louisiana flew to Hawaii and tried to bribe a screener to let them pass without doing a mandatory quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, bro. Yeah. That wasn't <laughs> me, bro. I, can't no, I, I had a good time. I know. I'll tell you what, anybody trying to bribe anybody for that should be kicking the balls. Oh, fuck you. Question. Question. How much did they say? All right, let's get to it. So the couple from Louisiana was arrested last week after allegedly trying to bribe their way out of the state-required COVID-19 quarantine precautions. They offered the screener $2,000 and even said they would throw in an additional $1,000 if they would let them Go on past the screening without getting a COVID test on the spot. Mm. So you offered someone three grand to go on vacation in Hawaii. You know Should have made it 30. Should have made it 30. No, we wouldn't have heard about, about this that thing. is that the test that you take two days before you get on your flight is $90. That's nothing. In comparison Dude, to the three grand that they were trying to bribe somebody with? Yeah, seriously. I'm pretty Dude, sure it's more than what they paid for their COVID. flight in hotel. So remember that trip I was supposed to take in January to uh, Colorado? Yeah. So I got my COVID test for that. I didn't have to pay shit just to get tested for it. That's Some airlines know. offer it for free. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. And it came back negative, by the way. To think that's probably more than the entire trip cost that's probably more than what like maybe if they had a rental yeah, like what were, the, what were they trying to gain like were they just trying to be like 
Why oh, went to Hawaii without having to go through the proper? They just didn't want to. They just didn't want to do it. Bro. That's what it comes down to. That's just exactly. That's just stupid. Like, I don't know, man. Some some so, people are just out of it. They got just arrested. Because, so what tells me? What tell? What tell? What that tells me about them is obviously they somebody probably tested positive. Otherwise, why the fuck would you? Either you were not sure. Somebody they. Someone they know in their household or somebody or in their close group fucking probably got it and they're like, fuck that. We're we're not gonna lose our, our trip to Hawaii because we gotta get tested. When they were in the fucking taxi going to the airport, they got that text message from their friend. Hey, Sally just tested positive, so you might want to get tested and don't go to Hawaii. I'm in the car. Like, fuck. We're at the airport. So what was wrong with taking a sh- test on the spot? Yeah, yeah seriously. And- and a lot of airlines will let you cancel and keep the credit to reschedule for like a later flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they Same with the hotels. They've been more accommodating than they usually have been because most of the time it's like, well, you already paid for it. It's time refundable. Sorry. Get fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like JetBlue. Mm. Okay. We're not going to get into aren't that. You, one, aren't you on the no fly list for JetBlue? He said he wasn't going to get uh, it. Yeah, we're not going to discuss that. That's a yes. Yeah. On to our next dirty, jo- on to our next dirty joke. What do email kids say to complain to each other? To compliment each other? I like your cuts, G. <laughs> oh, man. So fucked up. Funny but messed up. Oh shit! I'm too low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's pretty I'm messed up. We do not Wait, condone your, your sugar suicide. levels. Actually, oh. no. There's enough sugar <laughs> in for diabetics. I got diabetes. I'm sure you do drinking that shit in a cup. Every time Bulls oh. hears shots, he pulls out his insulin pen. Yeah. Chats. God damn. Oh man! All right, <laughs> onto what are you doing? Uh, everybody but me has something. So, Ricky, go first, man. Nah, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Julio? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, all right, Jose. Uh, Ricky, go first. We're not going to talk about your your topic. So. Weren't, wasn't you the one who fucking said all my categories are filled out? LOL. <laughs> I moved, yeah, but I moved the the update on the Karen to when Karen's attack. You so now, it's, listen, you mess them up. I I yeah. might have had one too many mules, and I don't remember who my what are you doing segment is. <laughs> all right, Dad killed by gender reveal equipment. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, now I remember. <laughs> Pfizer, their latest exploded. data shows that it their vaccine the can, in fact, be stored in regular pharmaceutical freezers as opposed to those ultra-cold freezers that they're stored in now. The ultra-cold, they know, can stay viable for six months. These pharmaceutical freezers, although it's a little bit uh, cooler, or a little bit warmer, technically, um, they can be stored for up to two So what is going on with this shit, okay? Like, listen, I'm getting ready to hopefully be a father in the next year and a half or so, you know? 
what the fuck is going on with these gender reveal contraptions to where this dad was putting it together and not only did he die from the shrapnel but his brother-in-law essentially fucking also had serious injuries what the fuck did they build a pipe bomb what the the fuck was it that's what i'm saying an ied it doesn't actually describe exactly what it is that they were building, but it tells you that the metallic shrapnel is what did a man. That is messed up. <laughs> Listen, I'm from California, so not only is this weird to me, like the fact that like the last major gender reveal fucking catastrophe caused that we had caused an entire wildfire. Yeah. This is getting out of hand. Speaking as a guy who had a gender reveal party for his kid. What, what, what did you do, boys? What's wrong with silly string? Like, why the fuck do you need explosions? I mean, dudes already do right. burnouts with their cars to show off genders. Why do we have to make explosive devices? Three fucking noisemakers, fucking silly string. God damn it, them little fucking, like, like pole poppers. Jose, you gave people a cupcake. Yeah, and actually, I had a recent one from a friend who was like, really cool. He gave people scratchers. He had a scratch and match. Three oh. of the same ones. Nice. You're investing. It's like, oh, girl, like, oh, boy, boy, like, girl, uh, it's like, ah, uh, uh, nice. It was, cool. so, it was like a little game. So I, I would rather do that than put, you know, people in danger. Yeah, what if seriously. I wait, I, what if I wait till my child is like eight or nine to have a gender reveal party? <laughs> uh. <laughs> is, is it okay. still better late than okay. never? So, like- no, no, I'm just asking, like, how progressive would that be? It's something that explodes. Wait till they tell me. Extreme? No, that's all the way left. Yeah. Super progressive. No, but re- yeah. really speaking, though, like, I don't understand why it has to be so elaborate. Just the fact yeah. that, like, there's another human being coming into the world. Right. Should, should be fucking crazy enough as it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, to the shit. extremes that people are going, it's just, this is insanity at this point. I'm currently trying to create another child. Well, not right now, but... Like, like for your video game, or like in no. real life? Uh, no, real life. Year, year and a half from now? If my girl gets pregnant, I'll be happy yourself. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I think it's just people trying to always outdo the, what was done already. Trying to push the envelope. But stop. It ain't a damn competition. I'm yeah, seriously. Like those people who can be party is gonna be everybody person. sitting around listening to an old record of a Morse code of what the gender is gonna be. I am going to send you guys <laughs> coffee mugs with the inner monologue podcast logo, but the mug will be the color of the gender. Yeah. That seems pretty Julio. Yeah. Still better than getting killed. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's weird. Like, how elaborate it was that? You gotta yeah. send the tombstone. <laughs> I gotta send you what? <laughs> a tombstone? Like, why not just pay somebody to fucking skywrite it? It's a boy. It's a girl. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Sure. Bake the color into the cake. Have okay, it how about paint the nursery and don't let anybody in there until you're ready to reveal the gender of the baby. There you or, go. Or uh, take that like uh, oh, load wait. of dark ink in the color 
of the gender, have everybody walk in the, into a dark room, turn off the lights, everybody pulls out glow sticks, and you get the color. Boom. Hey, that's what I'm doing. That's, that's pretty good. I know. That's, that's what so I'm going to do. But uh, Cynthia, no. if you're watching this video, be ready. That's what we're doing. Dickhead, shut up. So you guys are not supposed to know the color. Um, you're supposed to pick someone to um, for the doctor to give the information, and then they're the ones who set up pretty much everything. Because well, it's, to you. Be, it's supposed to be a surprise to both you and the people you invite, except that one person. Which is usually, you know, a mother or a father. More, more often than that, a mother. Only know that because that's what we did for my son's gender reveal. Because I didn't know it was a boy. Although, I know it was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that's. I might Just get saying. Off you too. <laughs> I, I I laid it down quite nicely. Okay. Did my time. Well, anyway, moving on. Bulls does a better job burying pipes than uh, most of the Texas Energy companies. Well, talk about doing a better job. You know who else is doing a better job? Kendall Ooh. Jenner at making tequila. So oh yeah. Really Kendall Jenner is coming out with her own brand of uh, tequila, and she's saying it's the, the best tequila ever made. And I think she's naming it after a zip code or area code um, somewhere. Stereo code, code for Calabasas. Yeah, area code for Calabasas. But um, she said she's been crafting this tequila for four years. Best tasting tequila ever. And I just think that's mad disrespectful for people that actually make the tequila, a.k.a. Mexicans. And I have been spending their whole life trying to craft the best tequila. So to try to say you topped that on your first attempt in four years, get out of here. Even E40 didn't say that nah, shit. You don't get your gold medal wearing ass the fuck mm -hmm. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's my thing about that, though. Because it's starting to get to the point where everybody's gatekeeping culture. Like you, like I, I told you guys about the um the the black cosplayer on TikTok who basically got shamed off the fucking app. Well, she's back now because people, you know, rallied wow. behind her, including me. Right, and people were you know ridiculing her for dressing as a character and saying like, oh, he not just not black or this this person you're cosplaying is not black. I'm like, she ain't white either. To be honest, like anime is Japanese, you stupid fuck. And if we had to get literal, she's whatever fucking race that anime is about. So none of you motherfuckers are right. So the fact that she's cosplaying someone she likes, shut the fuck up. Like my thing is, if you look good in it and you like it, fuck what everybody else says. Do we learn nothing from Marvel? Enter the multiverse? Bro, for real. All them damn Spider-Man, including the, I ain't gonna lie, my favorite was the pig. Spider-Pig, bro. Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig. Spider Does whatever your Julio eats. <laughs> I cooked that motherfucker up and had him for breakfast for a week. Ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon and eggs. Oh, man. Some pork belly. <laughs> That's better. 
Oh God! All right, you guys ready to uh, close out the show here? Let's do this. Close out the show. All right. Hold on. I still got. I still got. Both got. Didn't even get to mine. Thanks. Genius. We don't care about you. That's why. It's in the chamber. I know, right? You've been trying to two episodes. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, both. Tell us what right, you got yeah, here. I got, I got two, so I'll go ahead and go with the most controversial one. Um, Coca-Cola has entered into their mandatory training a how-to-be-less-white initiative. What the fuck is that? Dude. Yeah. That's, that, that, I, I, like, I everybody's that. been talking about this shit all week, dude. And they're 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 getting backlash for it, but they basically said, uh, "Don't be oppressive, less confrontational, um, don't speak, listen, fucking." And a couple of uh, like, uh, I'll find the picture of it and I'll put it up so everybody can see it. Well, Some of this sounds like, like don't be less of what that that whole idea, like don't be less white, don't be less this. It doesn't really fucking matter to me. Just be yourself. Yeah. Ultimately, like, I don't care. If you want to be a racist individual, be a racist individual. Just own that shit. If you want to be caring, be a caring individual. Just own that shit. Yeah, like, to be honest, like, the things I have with the racists, like, I know where you fucking stand. It's the motherfuckers who try to hide their fucking intentions that I can't stand. And my first job. And you're going to call me a nigger every chance you get. I don't care. At my first job, I had a mechanic who literally had a swastika on his arm and it was visible it, he would show it off in the shop right he would call me all kinds of racist shit i didn't give a fuck why because i knew he was a racist there you go the dude owns well, the it. reason and there's days right. where i could have a decent conversation with him i was gonna say like it's a controversy more like on the campaign name like being less white because with the bullet points you listed like are good advice that people should be doing yeah. but yeah really let be less oppressive that one's a little weird. The reason why I say that is because at some point you would have to, whether or not engage if you're being oppressive to begin with, then you just assume, oh, being oppressive means I'm being white. So you automatically attribute oppression to white people, which, which, which in truth, oppression can happen from any side, no matter what the color is. Japanese invading China. They yeah. all kinds of atrocities. And they still don't fucking like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, and, at the end of the day, right, like, we don't want people to eat more of that, right? Right. Well, the same. Sure. Right? True. And saying. then the second, um, the second article I had was some, uh, some Texans are getting electric bills up to $10,000. All right. You just heard from him, and now we're, we are joined by Fred Anders of TexasPowerGrid.com. Fred, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Texas has been a real, real mess. And I have just this question. I don't know if this is a you question, but I want to ask it because it's been on my mind all morning long as we've seen Texans and people here in Houston start to get power back. And we were talking yesterday, we were at 1.3 million or more than that. And you know the power starts coming back. Is there a reason why just all of a sudden overnight it started happening as opposed to why wasn't this days ago? Because a lot of people have been without power now for 48 hours, 72 hours. So I don't know if that's a you question, Fred, but I'm asking you because it's, it's been on top of my mind. Oh, why, why, why we have the outages? Uh, 
it's uh, it's due to the fact that the the Texas power infrastructure is designed for extreme heat, but not for extreme cold. It just uh, it, it didn't make cost uh, effective sense to do so, and this is a, a rare occurrence. But uh, unfortunately, it's now happened, and, and now we have to, to you know, deal with some of the consequences. All right. So moving forward, you know. For you, what is next moving forward? I guess that is the question everybody really wants to know. As people start to get power back, where do we go from here? Um, I think uh, in the near term, near term we'll see uh, electricity prices rise a little bit as some of the retailers uh, take a more conservative approach to, uh, to setting their rates. Uh, but over the medium and longer haul, I expect things will settle back down again as competition kicks in and, uh, and things get back to normal. I think we could all uh, agree that we would love for things to get back to normal, Fred. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in Lauren Tallarico now. And Lauren uh, has a, a few viewer questions from folks that have been sending them in. You can still send in your questions, 713-526-1111. Uh, Lauren, you have some questions? Yeah, uh, a comment I've seen online from a lot of people, though. Of course, we're all happy to be getting our power back, but a lot of people not happy about the fact we might see some higher rates because of that. Can you talk to me, to us, to the viewers, a little bit about why those rates would go up and, and why that money hasn't been used um, uh, over the past several years to upgrade the system? That we've Well, uh, yeah, the, the retailers generally set rates based on what their average cost is over the year, which in, in Texas is, is particularly, about, particularly about summertime uh, due to our air conditioning loads. Uh, this winter storm is is a is a is a, an exception case. Um, uh, I can't really speak to why it hasn't been done or why more hasn't been done in the past. That's uh, that relates more to uh, uh, the ERCOD and the grid operators and the uh, and the, the programs and incentives that they place uh, on the retailers and the the generators. Uh, uh, to do that. Gotcha. You, we, we want you to have all the answers for us. Fred, come on. I know we're asking right. you things that you probably <laughs> no. Um, one more yeah, question. We... I, uh, one more question for you. Um, you know, we're going to have another hard freeze here in the Houston area overnight tonight. What are the chances right. that people are going to lose their power again uh, as the energy consumption goes up? Well, uh, ERCOT is, is still predicting uh, rolling blackouts, although they, they uh, have recently said that they hope they get more to the actual rolling type uh, where the power comes back on uh, relatively quickly rather than the extended uh, uh, outages that people have been experiencing so far. So uh, if they have to do that for the next you know day until the generation comes back up to meet the demand, then uh, hopefully it's in a more controlled uh, you know, uh, experience than, than people have had so far. Yeah, it's a lot easier to swallow when you think, okay, it's just going to be for a, a couple hours as opposed to several Much days. easier. Yeah. Friends, much easier, yeah. With TexasPowerGuide.com. Thank you so much for your time this morning. I've heard, I've heard you higher, but... I, hey, I, I, I said higher. up to... I didn't say the maximum. Thank you, genius. Well, up, up to is the maximum. Thing is, you're charging people tens of thousands of dollars for electricity that they did not have. Hey, bro, this is America. You're, you're worried about that. We've been doing that since healthcare. True. Oh, we saved your life? Here's a bill for $45,000. For oh, wait. Yeah. Hey, we, know, we know you've been in our hospital for the last six months recovering from open heart surgery. Here's a yeah. $100,000 bill. Right, I know this, this is what your insurance didn't cover. I know this is what this is going to take this to a dark place, but they're still trying to get me to pay the hospital bill for um, the hospital that they took my son 
um, that he passed at $5,200. Why the hell would I pay you and you didn't even save my son? Well, here's what bothers me about that is your insurance should cover it because the paramedics took him to an out-of-network hospital to save his life. You shouldn't owe shit. They should just pay the fucking bill. Yeah, I've already I've already explained this to you. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's how under law, that's how it works. Whatever yeah, as an EMT, not, whatever not, hospital not I take law. you to, your insurance has to cover that. Yeah, under the, the your understanding of law is from California's perspective. Texas has completely different laws. And just like most companies who do insurance, they can also find loopholes, which is what the company that did my insurance probably did. I get a lawyer and see the shit out of it. Mm. I ain't got time to do that yeah. shit. Yeah, lawyers cost me the Yeah, that's true. That'd be a revolution in healthcare right there. Yeah. Anyway, that's right. that's my last segment. We're good to close it out now. All right. Uh, last 30 joke of the night, boys. What do the frogs say to the fly? Nothing? Well, nothing. Frogs can't talk, so he ate them. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys and with and with that everybody thank you for watching us it was a great time uh we had a good time putting up this episode for you and don't forget to watch us on youtube follow us on follow us on facebook instagram twitter listen to us on apple Podcasts, anchor spotify and google and uh we'll see everybody next week peace peace guys later guys